The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. He's got all your charger gear on because he's feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move, and throws, and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> well, sound the trumpets, folks. The Chargers blew out the Patriots. Barn burner <laughs> in Foxborough. Uh, welcome back, folks, to the Charger <laughs> Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog. Sitting with my buddy, Kev Huggin Duggan. I know we're like in the thick of it and we're behind. Even a win like that, I- I'll take it all day long. <laughs> Let's not forget. Oh, oh, Kyle, the coach. coach uh, shit. <laughs> oh, hey. oh, hey, there he is. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I mean, we won. We won, baby. My, and let's, hey, who was the closest on the score prediction? <laughs> Three to two? You were damn, damn close. close. Yeah. Wrong team, but pretty close. And my reverse jinx worked. It, I think God, I unjinxed it. It did. Again. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Well, I have to keep it going now. So. We'll see if we can keep the streak alive. But uh, that's right, folks. We've got an episode to talk about. Lots of things going on. Lots of quotes. We've got a brisket abroad segment. Did you guys see the brisket broad sitting in the end zone? Yeah. watching? Oh, the they, they were on the broadcast for sure. Multiple times. There was times. like 12 people in the stadium, and they were two of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the last remaining. <laughs> last women standing. Don't give me crap about the Chargers stadium. People the stadium. At least it's full. I know it's half and half team fans. But Bunch it's full. of Boston Woo. quitters over there. That was good. Um, well, we've also got an Ask Bolt fam lined up for you. So let's start off here at the top. Talking about this game. Uh, just <laughs> what a game. Uh, Chargers won six to nothing. <laughs> dick or the kicker saving our hides, baby. <laughs> this is a straight baseball game. score. Yeah, this is, is Dick Perfect. <laughs> this is Dick Perfect game, okay? It is. Look you at, couldn't like, be more when perfect. You, when you look at like the box score, the number of zeros in every quarter, it's there. We scored six points in the second quarter, and that was it. That was it. Everything else is zero. You could turn off the game so, right there. The last time we played them, I believe there was a shutout as well. Um, it was different. It was 45 to nothing. We lost to them. Yeah, that was but we came back. With our little darndest hearts, and we beat them six hey, nothing. We spanked so, them six times. Yeah. So shut up. There you go. Yeah, Justin Herbert, blessedly, I mean, threw for two hundred twelve yards, no touchdowns, but no interceptions. Protected or anything the ball, like that. man. 
We all, sure of it. He also had like five drops. Like Dude, imagine were, if yeah. imagine if we catch those and the drives are extended. He, yeah. He throws for 300 yards and a touchdown in that game. It's not as if he was off. No. In no, that no, game no, no. whatsoever. It was it was raining pretty hard. It was cold. Yeah. And he was still on. Like what there was five, four drops. So that's 26 for 37. And you add at least 50, 60 yards on there. Yeah. You probably get You're in probably the end zone. Touchdown. So, yeah. I think there was yeah, more. So I think there was more drops than that. It was like five or six. It was. I know. Eck, Eck had now. one. Keenan had one. Parham had Quentin two. had one. Parham had two. Yeah. yeah. It was Tough. a it was a very droppy day, but uh well, hey. quick question about that, Kyle. Like playing in like cold weather, because you played up in Reno and it gets cold and shitty weather up there. Yeah. Does that have an effect or not really? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no way around it. You go <laughs> go outside right now. It's cold in Missouri. Oh, dude, my, my office to catch a ball. is like hurt. 40 degrees in here. I can't feel my hands. It's type. Yeah. I, yeah. My, I can't. I can barely use my mouse. <laughs> Imagine catching a fastball from Justin Herbert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, thank you. With both hands, not yeah. just one. You can't like keep one in your pocket and to go catch it like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Keenan Allen only had 58 yards, but averaged 11.6 yards a catch. Got to 100 catches on the season. Got to 100 catches on the season. Congratulations, Mr. Nothing. Allen. Well done. Uh, Quentin Johnston kind of had himself a bit of a game. Had yeah. Over 50 yards. <laughs> so this sucks. So he had his best game of, of the year so far for him. Um, but he had one of the worst drops yeah. yet again. And it was not only that, but it was a drop where he kind of gave up on the route a little bit. And he was slowing down and he was like, oh, shit, let me, you know, just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I just, man, I can't imagine what this guy's confidence is right now. Like, oh, yeah, it's got to be terrible. Every time he starts to get a little bit of steam and like he sets himself back and going. Yeah, here we go. Well, he can catch if it's thrown into his body. As soon yeah. as he has to go out, there's or reach out or anything. Like all that. bets are yeah. off, man. Like I, you know, be, to be a first round pick, I thought that should be something that you're pretty versed in, but. I remember defending him so hard. Everyone was like, his hands, his hands, his hands. And we're like, you guys are stupid. Watch his highlights. Yeah, hands. Hands. Like, oh, man. <laughs> he's just, it's <laughs> hard. Right. It's hard. He's not helping himself. He's doing the same yeah. thing over and over again. And it's right. very clear that we all see. I just hope he can figure it out, man. Because if we have any chance of anything this year, he needs to produce. Yeah. Yeah, and especially on, boy, this run game. Only 18 yards for Austin run Eckler. Game. That is a joke. Man. 14 was... carries, 18 yards. Joshua Kelly at least had a better average. Six carries for Dude, 16 yards. Eck had 1.3 yards per carry. Yeah. 14 rushes, 18 yards. That's rough. Dude. That's that's ugly. That's unacceptable, <laughs> man. Like, I don't know. That's, I. I'm just he didn't fumble. Ball. He didn't fumble. So, yeah, he got that going, Listen, I guess. Yeah, we'll take, take it. Yeah, that's right a step in the right direction. It was just a weird game because the defense was so – it was fun to watch. They were playing out of their minds. Like, yeah. what, we have yeah. five five sacks. Yeah, and all in the second half. You know, turn the ball over Thule with a great, you know, the, you know, turnover, getting the ball yeah. back on a fumble. And then the offense just couldn't do anything, and they kept shooting themselves in the foot. And some of the play calls were odd timing. Whenever we would do kind of – any kind of run play like Darius or like any kind of interesting pitch or anything, they blew it up. Like they're, you know, they're clearly still coached by Bill Belichick and right. we're ready for the stuff we were throwing at them. Um, but the one thing I am happy about is the fact that our defense is absolutely showing up. And that was the thing we were all absolutely terrified of before the Ravens game. Oh, when yeah. they, they actually started showing up. So if the offense can please just figure it out and be what you were capable of doing earlier in the season, 
this could be a lot of fun foot you know charger football games to watch yeah we need like cory lindsay has to come back from the dead like i we collapse, i feel like there's man. no way that like that's such a big part of what is going on in this running game the other thing that i consistently see is our wide receivers block like dog crap like they're just not any good at blocking and they're consistently like a big part of our blocking scheme where they're like pulling behind the line of scrimmage to block someone and Darius Davis just gets like picked up and tossed out of the way. And, and it's like, what, what, what do we think is going to happen? Like one stretch, like wide play that we tried to run where Eck just got destroyed in the backfield. Yeah. That was Keenan Allen trying to block a defensive end. I'm sorry. That's never going to work. That's right. never going to happen. Like it's just not. And so I think that a big part of our running game is just like, get our wide receivers out of the box. Why we're trying to utilize them as an advantage when they're creating huge mismatches for the defense, just spread them out and run the ball with the spread box. Like go, you got to go a little bit college type of spread scheme thinking and running this ball because bringing those guys into the box is not creating an advantage and our tight ends can't block. Um, so just try to, and our, our offensive line has struggled in the run game to beat up pretty good. So, but give them a chance, like just let them go man on man and see if we can get something going. Cause it has to, it has to change. It, you're not running the shot, table if you can't change, run. Yeah. You know? You're not running the table if you can't run the ball. When Austin's definitely does not look like himself at all. Like, you know, he had a couple, you know, running as hard as he can, but I want to see more Joshua Kelly in this situation. Like, if you're going to run between the tackles and try and do that, it's just not working with that right now. There's mm. the, the time that he needs for these lanes to open up. We're just not getting it with our, yeah, I don't think it's an Eckler thing. It's not, you can't blame, you can't blame a running back when they're getting hit in the backfield and there's nowhere for him to run. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, it's not a running back thing. It's an, it's an offensive line thing. I think we're just getting beat up up front. We just look kind of soft. Hmm. Um, yeah. when you watch them run against us, their line is getting pushed at least a yard and then guys coming off. We're just getting stoned at the line of scrimmage. We're just not, I don't know. It's weird. I even saw Rashawn get kind of beat up a couple of times in the running game. Wow. It's, it's just very odd. It's That's... just that. I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'll need to look at it a little bit closer, but it's, it felt yucky when I watched it back this morning. Mm -hmm. Um, just, there's nothing there. There's not, it's not like Eckler's just like making the wrong decisions and not looking for the right place. It's just, there's no, there's nothing, there's nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. I guess my point on the Kelly thing was like, well, there's nowhere to go. So just put your head down and be a bigger body and get us an extra yard and a half, two yards per run. Like, I think that's what my, my sentiment is for that situation. If you can't do it, he's going to hurt. Him. <laughs> I feel like six carries a game for Josh Kelly is because he runs so ferociously. Yeah. If you give him the ball 20 times, he's going to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe Makes 14. <clears throat> a little more. Just well, double. double. Let's go 12. Listen, anything is possible with the rest of the season in front of us now that we got this win from New England. This the absolute monkey must off the back. Win. Yes. Yeah. Um, looking over at some interesting stats, there's one here from Reddit from the user BRB Got a Hunt. Uh, Sunday marked the fewest points scored by the Chargers, six, in a win in franchise history, according to NFL research beating out the seven they scored in week 10 in 1963 <laughs> to edge the Boston Patriots. So that's same crazy. Team. Same team. Whoa. One point. Interesting. Yeah, that's cr I saw this. I was like, there's, there's no way that I went and looked at it. It's absolutely true. And it's absolutely crazy. Wow. So, yeah. 
been a while. <laughs> hey, been a while. New new record. New we're setting records a lot this season. I like it. Yeah. And one of those is with uh, Khalil Mack right now, who's currently the NFL leader in sacks with fifteen. Uh, most sacks in an NFL season is twenty two and a half from Michael Strahan in two thousand one and TJ Watt in twenty twenty one. So we've got how many games left? Six. Six. So He's averaging two, two more, one and a half a game. If, if he gets another one, if we can play the Raiders one more time and get yeah. six more, like we did eight that last five time, games, you're good. Oh man, that's gotta, gotta be. be I, but that that would be such a terrible stat if we didn't make the playoffs and we had a a, a edge rusher doing that. Well, nothing is gets worse than having the number one offense, number one defense, and yeah, not making the playoffs. We've been there, done there, <laughs> been there, done that. <laughs> topped it, trumped it. Um, let's see, our buddy Dan W. Sports tweeted out Chargers. Cameron Dicker currently has the highest field goal percentage at 95.2 of any kicker through their first two seasons in the NFL since 1970. Minimum 25 attempts. What a boy, Dicker. We got our guy, dude. What a we got stud. A guy. We got a guy. Absolute guy. Won that game. Check back in on Dustin Hopkins and see what he's doing. Haven't haven't kept tabs on uh, okay. old Hopkins. Well, let's just assume that Cameron Dicker is doing better. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I think it's safe to say. Borderline bet money that Cameron yeah. Dicker's doing better. Um, well, let's see. Uh, let's see. What is this? What is this thing? Marty Schottenheimer, fifty-one games into his tenure. What is this thing? <laughs> okay, so here, let me let me take over on this. <laughs> yeah, so, thank you. So I I, fa- I found this screenshot. Somebody posted it, and it made me think. I was like, oh shit, like that's kind of crazy. But basically, four years into Marty Schottenheimer's career, because everyone's talking about Marty Schottenheimer. Mm-hmm. Marty, we need we need we need a Marty Ball. We need Marty Schottenheimer at this point in his career. And granted, the different rosters, and he had a, he started off in a different place than Brandon Staley, but he was you know he was twenty five and twenty six in his first fifty one games. Staley right now through his first 46 is 24 and 22. So I'm not saying Staley's the answer. I'm just saying it's hard to, what what I'm seeing online so much is these comparisons of like, if we had this, then we'd be good. Like it's all, it's all, you can make it seem however you want to see it, yeah. want it to seem, you know what I mean? Everyone, like, sure. everyone, everyone pulls up. I've been a Charger fan for so long. You don't know what it's like. You it's don't know like, how long <laughs> It's well, like, if you've dude. really been a Charger fan that long, you know that a new coach isn't always that isn't always the answer. No. It doesn't always get better. No. Right. We've now gone through how many in the last 10 years and it hasn't gotten better at all. So maybe the answer is write it out. <laughs> it's hard to <laughs> See, say and even it's, hear. It's but hard yeah. to, to verbalize that, but like maybe the answer is like the guy's figuring it out. This is the first time head coach ever at any level. Mm-hmm. And he's now finally get, maybe shaking off some of the rust. And obviously his defense is playing incredible. Now I'm not, I'm not saying that. Yeah, for sure. He's the guy. No, um, it's hard to say that. right. But now. just from devil's advocate, other point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Marty didn't have an incredible first four years, but still took us to our best record ever. And, um, had a, had a super bowl roster and team that just fell short. Yeah, and I know this is going to be like people are listening to this like, oh my God, you guys are absolutely idiots. Here come the comments. Yeah, Jesus. I was just, it was more of an observation of like, look, this is where they are. So don't calm down. It's okay. You'll be all right. Yes. Um, it's, it was just meant just as an example. A little of, food for thought. Yeah, yeah. food for yeah. thought. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. There's some other coaching news. Uh, Pat McAfee had uh, Mike Greenberg on his show and Mike Greenberg said, uh, when I talked to Jim Harbaugh, he talked about Justin Herbert for five minutes and he loves him. 
I do not think that Harbaugh will be back at Michigan next year. Uh, ESPN Greeny. So I saw the quote, the clip of this quote. Yeah. It was it was like more than just that. It's kind of makes it seem. Right. Yeah. It was like um, Greenberg was talking to Harbaugh and it's like a Harbaugh funeral was, or something. They were it was just funeral. like a general conversation. He wasn't asking him about specific players. Mm. He was just like, and then like, yeah, there's a ton of young quarterback talent, but I think Justin Herbert's the best. And then he went on to talk to about him for the next five minutes. Hmm. So he definitely has an affinity for Herbo. If he not? ends up being a coach in the NFL next year, sure. I think we know where he wants to be. Sounds like it. And he's from, I think he's lived in Southern California and all that. And I, it's interesting because the more I've, I've done a little more research on it and trying to figure out a little more what's going on with this, but it seems like he kind of, he's got like a scorched earth policy with whatever team he's on. Like as he's leaving, everyone's kind of pissed at him. Um, hmm. but he gets guys ready to go and gets the best out of them until it doesn't work anymore. So, hmm. um, it's just interesting. I'm going to do more research, obviously, but interesting. Well, the Michigan players all love him. Yeah. They're all like, couldn't be more excited about him as their head coach and like crying that he got like sanctioned this year and couldn't be on the sideline. So hmm. when well, I think um, it's, I think it's less, I think it's the players love him. I think it's the organizations that he works with are that's where the problems happen. Like apparently in for the 49ers, you know, after he made that run with Kaepernick and all that, like they, he was not getting along with the front office. So, Hmm. well, it's a lot of things to think about. (laughs) I'll figure it out later. More food for thought, more food for thought. Um, let's see. Have a good day. Have a good day. Um, let's see. Here's some quotes here from the, this from the post game presser. Uh, Staley on the defensive performance said, uh, but it's been two weeks back to back where I felt like we've given ourselves a really good chance to win the game. We've had good consistency in the front seven. And I think that we've been trying to search for that consistency in the secondary. It's been pretty good the last two weeks. Just really proud of the guys to get a shout out uh, to get a shutout in the NFL is really tough, really, really tough and something to build off of. So the secondary shouting out the secondary and all the new guys like it's and all the new boys yeah definitely shook it up for sure which is which is wild i mean again to see another week where <coughs> mike davis isn't out there Doesn't on the field all. yeah his like, special teams i saw him on special teams a couple times which so is that, that wild because nine million dollar no, corner yeah there's been no talk about why he's benched him like I, I don't know why the reporters haven't asked that question or if they have i have not seen it um but it's just such a, a especially with the amount of money that's wrapped up in that and it's such a key piece and he's been a key piece of the defense for five six years he's now give or take a while like, yeah yeah it's it's been a while so i'm really curious where all that came from and and what the decision was behind it but i'm happy with the results so far especially with uh Deanne Leonard doing doing well well over there. It still seems like their, you know, offensive scheming is to pick on him. So they, they, same thing, the Patriots did the same thing, but like similar deal, he figured it out. Mm -hmm. Um, He got burnt on a couple, but um, he's figured it out. There's been no like crazy explosive plays on his side, except for the, uh, that one touchdown against the Ravens. So Mm -hmm. 
We'll see. It's just kind of crazy to see like where Mike Davis was and how desperate they were to like improve that position. And they were willing to do this. So exactly. um, I'm glad it's kind of working out so far and hopefully he gets even more confident and kind of stack these performances and get better each week. Yeah. Big time. Uh, Let's see. Staley on the focus for this week uh, said much like we focused on the turnovers last week, we'll be focusing on holding onto the football, running through the catch, uh, not in a slow it down type of way, but more of in a speed it up way. Being strong with the ball and playing fast and trusting your game, I'm sure will improve there. Freaking hope so. And let's play in SoFi where it's nice and warm and, you know, we got the Broncos. So let's go. <laughs> that would be that would be fun to see. Yeah, we've got the uh, Royal Blue Uni is coming up here. That's right. On These Sunday. Are good ones. These oh, are good dubs. I'm excited and, to bust out the, my Royal Blue. Antonio Gates, like halftime um, induction. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. this game, too. So oh, it's going to be a really fun game. That will be fun. Well, you know what else is fun? <laughs> Our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Charger Chat. Check out all the funny videos we got over there. Our laughs, our yucks, and God, we just have a good time with everybody because, you know, you can join. You can get you can get one of these patches. Look uh-huh. at this patch. Look at that. The quality. Ah, it's so good. Craftsmanship. Patreon.com slash Charger Chat. And if you don't want to go over there, that's totally fine. You can go on over to our regular website, ChargerChat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in the member section and ask questions. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving, plus high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Questions and Ask Bold Fam, so go check out chargerchat.com. All right, gang, time to go on to the next segment. I'm excited to see this. I saw these ladies on Sunday, and I'm about to see them again in a whole new light. I'm talking about the brisket of bronze. Yeah. Well, there's no place they wouldn't try to hang out with Justin and his squad. Get ready to hear their positive thoughts. We want to make sure we say hi to you guys. Yeah. Wait, were we going to do it in the British accent? <laughs> Hello there, governor. <laughs> Oi, what, what's up, buddy? That wasn't British. I couldn't say what's up. That? I don't know. You guys, we won. Sweet victory. But, you know, more important than winning is being a good person and loving the people in our lives and 
that's pretty much all I want to say about that. <laughs> Winning isn't everything. Oh, we're glad we won. <gasps> so we beat the New England Patriots. We had this idea before. We're like, what if we did this whole segment in an English accent? I don't feel like I have the commitment for that, but we definitely recorded some of our other stuff in a British accent. So if you're wondering why we're talking like that. That's why. Because it was New England. So let's get into it. Our signs laminated because this was a rainy game. And Justin and Joey are in bags because that's how they went to the game. They're laminated. That's, that's their raincoat. Mary was working in Connecticut, and she had one day off. So on Saturday, after she got off work, we drove to Boston. If you've never driven through Connecticut before, this is what it looks like. (laughs) What is that? That's a hospital? Oh, it's a hospital amphitheater. What's that even mean? I don't get it. Probably the biggest highlight of the drive was that we went through Waterbury. Waterbury! For some reason, we were really excited about that. Oh, Waterbury! As you can see, we were really leaning in hard to the English accent part of the segment there. House of Bones barbecue. Cash for junk cars. <laughs> Lost dog. Oh my god. Oh, that's it. Isa Animal. Isa Mr. Friend. Hey, we can make a quick two thousand bucks. Oh my god. Let's find it. Two thousand dollars for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is what this could have been like. Yeah. Is that what you guys want? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> We continued our creepy drive on into Boston. Oh, what is my that? Gosh. What's their ghosts? What is this? Even though we arrived in Boston at like a normal time, five o'clock, hey, that's a good time to see this place. It was already full on nighttime because it's winter. But we thought, what the heck? Let's let's check out Harvard, even though you know it's dark. Let's play. What do you think this building looks like in the daylight? I think it's bright yellow <laughs> with lightning bolts on it. Definitely. <laughs> Look at that. It's beautiful. We checked out the bulletin board to see if they had any happening events we might want to crash. Do you stand for tickets to go to this dance party? It doesn't start till 11, though. That's kind of... Is that today? Today's the second. It is today. Let's go. We didn't end up going. No. When you're closer to 40 than you are to 20, it just doesn't seem right to go to a college party. So we didn't go to the party with the youths, but some other youths asked us this. Would you be able to go and knock on the door of University Hall? Yeah, what happens if I knock on it? Or you get into Harvard. I get into Harvard? Go and Heather! Thank you so much. You're welcome. Is someone hot going to open the door? (laughs) We never really got an explanation of why, what, who. 
I mean, maybe it was one of those things where we're just too dumb to understand because we didn't go to Harvard. Harvard. Other notable Harvard moments. History. And then we finished off our Boston experience by having some clam chowder. What'd you think of the clam chowder, Mary? It was so good. And then we drove to our creepy hotel in Rantham, Massachusetts. Is that what it was? I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like weird. Something like that. On the way to our creepy hotel, we passed Creepy Gillette Stadium. Did you think it was creepy? It was kind of weird at night. Like, it was disconcerting. As context, though, Mary gets disconcerted really easily at night. That's Night blindness. I do. I have night night terror. (laughs) She's scared of the dark, is what I'm trying to say. So Gillette Stadium scared her because of the dark. I'm not scared of the dark. I am scared of what I can't see in the dark. (laughs) The whole stadium situation was not how I imagined it. It, like, was in a mall. Yeah, like it shares a parking lot with the Trader Joe's. It was just weird. Did we want to say game day at the same time? Yeah, we did. (laughs) And then it was game game day. And what do you know? The forecast was rain. Rain. (laughs) Oh, spooky. So much rain. It was always raining. I liked the rain. I thought it was fun. I thought the rain was fun, too. You did? Yeah. But it was cold and wet at the end and was was ready for it to be done but it felt right you know like it was time for a rain game for a nice rugged let's go out there and be uncomfortable we had a new england breakfast of champions at gunther and tooties it's just Gunther's. gunther tooties gunther tooties i can't believe you got it wrong i know it's just like everybody knows about gunther tooties it's like such a big deal around here It was, you know, whatever. It wasn't the best bagel I've ever had. Yeah. If you ever go to Gillette Stadium and you're driving a car and you want to park your car, <laughs> there's a few different options. One, you need to get season tickets. Yeah, so that's your first option. <laughs> season tickets and you can pay $50 for a parking spot right across from the Trader Joe's and you can go into the stadium. Or they have free parking across the street from the stadium. And to- it's all owned by the stadium. Yeah, or you can park in a parking lot also owned by the stadium and they will give you a $50 Visa gift card if you just agree not to leave until 70 minutes after the game ends. We decided to do that. $50 gift card, baby! They handed it to us as soon as we got into the parking lot. Just wanna open your present? Yes, I do. We got paid to park at the stadium. We don't know how long this offer will be going on for. Apparently, they're really trying to cut back on the traffic situation post-game. So we parked in that parking lot, and then we made our way through a rainy parking lot. And then walked through the mall. (laughs) 
And then we saw our friend Heather Hancock. Yeah. Hello. At the mall. At the mall. And then we went into the stadium. This is probably a good time to talk about what we thought of the stadium. Yeah. What did you think? It was like, it was like a weird beginning, but I liked it. I didn't hate that it was not covered because, you know, one rain game. That's fun. Yeah. We had this sign in the game. And the other side is for Thule. I got to give a shout out to Kyle because he was the one who came up with that nickname. Oh, yeah. Way to go, Kyle. T for Kyle. <laughs> we tried to show Thule his sign, but I don't know if we ever really saw it. It's almost like he was locked in and thinking about something else. Yeah. There's Thule. Look at the sign we made for you, Thule. Mary didn't have an opportunity to yell things to Bill Belichick. No, it was hard because everybody looked like it. <laughs> it's so true. Even the women. It's so true. There were so many people. But I was like, is that Bill Belichick? It's just the grumpy New England look. We went into the stadium early so that we can partake in our favorite activity, which is watching the players warm up. Yeah, great throw. Our seats are in the end zone, but the whole stadium's just like connected. We're gonna go behind the bench for the warm up. Yeah, part. this is one of those great stadiums where they don't have walls in the way, so you can just walk all the way over. We got to see a lot of cool stuff when we got over there. We saw Justin. We saw Santa. Hi, Santa. Hello, Santa. Can I make my uh, Christmas wish? I'd like the uh, the Chargers to go to the Super Bowl. Okay? <laughs> I gotta pick with Santa too. I think Santa's gonna grant me my wish because I've been a good girl. <laughs> We're going to the Super Bowl. It's over, it, guys. We also got to talk to Eric Smith. Hi, Eric. Wow. How's it going? Been better. Stand more. He didn't seem like he was a big fan of this whole rain situation. Nah. He said he'd rather have it be snowing. Yeah. Because then it, at least it would be fun. Is that what he said? Well, it's like drier. Yeah. I don't know. We haven't been to a snow game yet, so. Mm -mm. We saw some other players, too. Not really sure who. <gasps> who is everybody? It's so hard to tell. Okay, there he is. That's Justin Herbert right there. <laughs> you don't say. Everyone was wearing these matching gray sweatsuits with their hoodies on, yeah. so it's hard to distinguish players. You're not going to believe who else we saw on that field. 
Adam. Is that Adam? Is that a job on the Chargers? Adam, oh my gosh, Adam. Why didn't you tell us you were gonna be at the game? Come on, Adam. And why didn't you come over and say hi? Yeah. That was kind of rude. We're mad at you. So that was the pregame fun. And then it was time for the game time fun. They said after the national anthem, there was going to be a flyover, but we were like, it's friggin' overcast. We're not even going to see it. But then we saw it. Mm -hmm. Trust us, some jets just flew over. We paid them a lot of money. I think it's helicopters. Here we go, here we go. Ah! We've never seen a helicopter fly over before. I've seen a helicopter before. We also tried some stadium food. At a lot of these stadiums that we've been to, they do kind of fun name things like at Lambeau Stadium, they had pac and cheese instead of mac and cheese. And they had go deep dish pizza, you know, we're like, ah, ha, ha. And these are the names of the food places at Gillette Stadium. I, I there you go. They're like, what? <clears throat> it's stadium pizza. It's what it is. It's what it is. Did you want Italian sausage? Well, go over there. That's where they sell Italian sausage. I mean, you got to respect it. They're like, why do we need to have a fun, cutesy name? This is football, okay? This is football. This is probably a good transition into talking about the Patriots fans. How did you feel about them? I kind of really liked them. <laughs> Going to this game, you know, you kind of have that wariness of like, oh man, this is probably gonna be scary. These guys are gonna be scary. But our very first interaction, we got out of the car and we were taking pictures of our signs and the Patriot fan parked next to us. He was like, I like your signs. And we're like, you know, wait, is he kidding? But no, he was just being nice. Oh. When we walked through the parking lot, no one booed us, which when we were yeah. at the Jets games, everyone booed us. It was like they were getting paid to boo us or something. But at the Patriots, nobody was mean. They were like, like your hats. The people we sat next to, mostly great. When we got to our seats, we met the brisket broad nemesis. There's something about a crotchety middle-aged woman they just don't like us sometimes. I don't know what it is. But before the game even started, this lady gives me the old, and she's like, you can't stand the whole game. And I was like, girl, I got you. No worries. I will not stand the whole game. I know how it works. I'll make sure you can see when there's play happening. But she, she was one of those, though. It wasn't just really about the sitting and the scene. It was about the power tripping and the, the telling people what to do. I'm sorry. We're not new to this. We're going to every single game this year. We've been to many away games. We understand this whole dynamic where opposing fans like to assert their dominance. 
on visitor fans and act like they can tell you what to do. And they often think us with our funny hats and our fun signs that we're going to be pushed around, but that's not going to happen. Anyways, majority wise, Patriot fans were like freaking amazing, but just not this. I don't even know. Barbara the Biatch. <laughs> Great people. Great accent. <laughs> Some other notable game moments. They played Taylor Swift. And Hannah got to show off the fact that she was wearing a Taylor Swift shirt. That guy, big taste whistle fan. Big. So bad. Huge. The girls to our right, they were more coming to the game because of their significant others, you know, were Pat, Pat's fans. But, uh, I think we converted them. I think we got some new Chargers fans. I It doesn't take much to make a female want to be a Charger fan. We'll leave it at that. Um, other things that happened, we saw Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah. Let's go, Mel Gibson! We sang a very applicable Rihanna song. <gasps> umbrella. We saw Mike Nowak. He also didn't seem like he was a big fan of the rain. It's probably hard to keep all that camera equipment dry. <laughs> that can't be fun. No way. We didn't film too much of the game because it was raining. So hard. It's hard. Okay. Your hands are cold. It's hard mm -hmm. to operate a phone. It's all wet. We did our best. We did our best. Oh, yeah. This is some stuff. I don't want to sit in my wet seat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, defense! Let's go, defense! There you go. That's some. See, we were there. Something. And then we won. <laughs> Rainy games are so hard. It's hard to catch. It's hard to run. It's hard to tackle people. They're so slippery. Everything's so slippery. So slippery. But thank the Lord for Cameron Dicker. It was sad for the Patriots fans, especially these ones that time traveled from the Revolutionary War just to be there. Thank you for your service! Thank you for your service! Oh no, he's dead! He's watching his stuff! Stop! Oh my gosh, he almost died. That was so scary! Not gonna lie, I kind of wanted to see what would happen if they kept pulling it up. Like, would it have lifted him up by that single button? We were on the other side from the Chargers tunnel. So after the game was over, they all went that way. So we didn't get any Charger high fives. But, you know, that's okay. Just cherish the few that you do get. We had to kill time because obviously we weren't allowed to leave our parking lot until seven, yeah. 70 minutes. Or we'd have to give the gift card back and we already spent it on pretzels and sausage hot dogs. The stadium's like in a mall with a bunch of food. So we caught up with Heather and Terry and we went to this little brewery that had chili with brisket. 
after we ate it. Yeah, it's a victory chili. It's not as good as Abby's chili, but it's pretty good. It was so wonderful. I loved the chili. Just, Is that from something? No, I just wasn't wanted to use an English accent again. Nice. Terry also gave us these cute little charger cup bracelets. Thank you, Terry. You're drinking from it. There you go. I think they're for communion, so I'll definitely bring those to church. <laughs> we got to talk football with a lot of cool people at that brewery, which was really fun. And uh, we also met Donnie, who is a Chargers fan from North Carolina. He gave us the lowdown on how to smuggle beer into stadiums. I'm here with Donnie, and he's going to tell us about his beer belt. This beer belt I got years ago as a uh, birthday present. It's actually worked in Charlotte, it's actually worked in Atlanta, and now it's actually worked in New England. What did you do? You get six beers in here. They six go. Beers? You get six beers through here. One in each pocket as well. If the melts ever goes off, you lift up your shirt, you go like this, and you just see your belt buckle. Oh my That's gosh! What's the, uh, and you pull it back down. Eight beers into this game. I did. And that's why we won. Let's go, Tony. Eight beer belt. He's pretty genius. Yeah, belt buckle throws him off. It's a classic. And that was a Patriot game experience. Yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed it. You know. See you in Las Vegas. Uh. <laughs> Brisket. Broads! We saw so many people. So That's many fun. wonderful people like Santa and Mel Gibson and <laughs> dude, me. The, dude, the Apparently I was there. Uh, you, that is clearly a doppelganger. <laughs> that was a doppelganger. That's crazy. The I'm back sorry, of your ladies. head is exactly the same. I was locked in like Thule. I didn't hear you screaming my name but dude the guy getting his button caught on the on the thing <laughs> sheer panic hold the panic in his face like guys wait stop guys stop stop guys. Stop, 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 stop 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 yeah and barbara the bitch if you guys know barbara, barbara the, the bitch biatch. if you know barbara the biatch make sure to tag her in this episode uh we'll get the get the news out to her i love that yeah they're, they're dude they're hard now they are like they're harder than they're, me. <laughs> dude they are hardcore fans that are like they, the leather is growing on through them. it yeah yeah they've been they're like tell us how this works because we've been to every fucking game yeah, yeah. idiot <laughs> have you been outside of boston i don't think so probably barb barb <laughs> pleasure doing uh, business with you barb that was so fun ladies thank you well done again for thank another for awesome that. brisket abroad um, all right. Well, folks, now time to get to Ask Bolt Fam. Let's see what we got on the agenda. After a dub. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Hi, guys. Go jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam. And we start off with Senior Snappy, who asked the question. Was that actually uh, in Foxborough? I don't know how to feel. Feel good. Just feel allow good. yourself to be happy. Yeah. yeah. Dude, we beat them in we beat their the home stadium. Which we haven't done in a very, very long time. Goose egg. Mm -hmm. We shut them out. We shut uh -huh. out Bill Belichick, the defensive guy. Mm -hmm. Zero points. That mm -hmm. guy. Yeah, that guy. I, shut him out. A, that's a good W. In the rain. On a train, 
with a fox by the on bay. a box. Yeah, dude, feel good. Allow yourself. It's like people like they start to feel good. They're like, wait, no, I can't. I shouldn't. This is wrong. Well, it goes against everyone's feeling of we got to get rid of the staff. Like you start winning, you get a higher draft pick. You might look wrong. You you know, you might not look, you might not know what you're talking about a little bit. And people don't want to admit like they were, everyone was like, get rid of Staley. He's not going to win shit anymore. Lose it all. Get a draft pick. But like, hey, same people are complaining about our first round draft pick. So they're complaining about like, we should take this season for the draft, but we hate our draft pick the first round. So it's like, come on. What do you want? What do you want from us? They want what do you everything. want from them? They yeah, want I just want the world. Just enjoy it, man. It was a freaking win. Don't care how I, I want, want it now. now. <laughs> All right. Senior Snappy, feel good and thank you for yeah, asking boom. the question. Uh, Let's move it on now to Bolt Lounge, who asked the question Why does this win still feel like loss? That's impossible. It's a, it's your, Wins can't be losses. Yeah, well, it's your perspective, man. I mean, you just came into this game a little you too. Just gotta work negative. in your perspective, man. man. Well, I think here's the deal. I think a lot of fans right now how they feel about this team. If we didn't blow them out, it was never. You're not going to get a good word said about it. Hmm. So the fact that it was only six points, factors no, it's no, like, no, 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 it's no, not no. worth. We should just plummet for. It's draft still picks. not. It's still not good because we did blow out the Bears and we did blow out the Jets and it was still not good enough because those are bad teams. Yeah, there's always something. Yeah, so it doesn't feel like a loss because it wasn't a loss. It was a win. So it <laughs> yeah. felt like a win. It felt like a win to me too. God. Not saying you feel that way about Bolt Lounge, like fully. It's okay, you're but, allowed to feel like it's a loss. Yeah, however it's, you want. But it was but a win. It was absolutely a win. Right. It was, when we, we look back at the season, we're going to look back at the record and not look back at the game we wish our offense would have been yeah, slightly more, com- I mean, like not just competent in. That's but. the only thing is, I guess you feel like a loss because our offense didn't play very well. Right. But our special teams was incredible. The best special teams oh, performance we've JK, had. Scott, come Out on. Darius Davis. Like, it was all good. Yeah, without that and da- David, Darius Davis return, we get that. We don't get that extra three points. That's a three-nothing yeah. win. Dicker was incredible. Like, yeah, a, a lot of the team was really, really good. We just had some drops on offense, but yeah. it, it was a win. They're responding too, dude. These guys are stepping up. They're not giving up. This isn't over yet. They want this to be a good defense. You can clearly see it by how they're playing. I know it's the third string quarterback, but just give give them a freaking break, guys. Calm down. Or don't calm down. Be you. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I don't care. Be loud and angry. I don't care. Ah, whatever. Just don't add add us. We lost, I guess. Sure. All right. Bolt Lounge, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to OM Run. Who asked the question? Do you enjoy the sarcasm online? This fan base can rock the dry sardonic humor when we play like shit. Personally, I enjoy it. By the end of the season, we'll all be ready for a Netflix special. I don't know. Some, <laughs> some people's idea of sarcasm is like, this team sucks and they suck and you suck and I suck. We all suck. And you're like, Oh, stop being so negative. That and they're sucks. like, oh, I'm just being yeah. sarcastic. Being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> even when I, I, somebody commented on one of our posts today, just like shitting on it. The fact that we won, I was like, great defensive win. And they were like shitting on it. And I responded with, oh, you, you hated the game. Well, please tell me more. <laughs> they really told me more. That was sarcasm. I did not want to hear the, what the <laughs> f- 
you had to say. <laughs> so I don't think sarcasm is felt all the time. Um, at least not mine. But yes. um, do, do tell us more. Sarcasm doesn't always translate in the textual world, but... Uh, if there's good sarcasm and I'm missing it, please. I am a very sarcastic person by nature. And I really enjoy some he good... Is. But it's got to be good sarcasm. And sarcasm does not work in text yeah, messages or any... Because I've, I've gotten in trouble on text messages <laughs> being sarcastic when it did not come through. So that that's real. I don't think I know what sarcasm is anymore. <laughs> Like, was that what sarcastic? I read online? Do <laughs> you think sarcastic? <laughs> what I read online doesn't feel like sarcasm at all. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. So, like, sarcasm in text doesn't always translate, but hey, if it makes you tougher, OM run, and if it's giving you material, maybe for a OM special, run is just—he's just spinning it. Yeah, all these this people that are positive—they're just—it's just read it through a sarcasm lens. Mm. Oh my god, everything's sarcastic. Did we We're the most the positive code? fan base in the world. Oh, I'm running. Everyone is just code. super sarcastic. Yeah. Oh, I'm run figured it out. Dude, oh let's God. try that this week. This is a great idea. Yeah, like yeah. you wow. just, <laughs> just laugh on, at everything yeah, people yeah. are saying. Oh, oh that's a, that's a good one. Where, yeah. Oh, that's sarcasm. What uh. what happens when you reply with that's a good one? What do they say? <laughs> like, okay. They're like, no, I'm being serious. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Take the sarcasm glasses yeah. off. And then it makes them like question it, yeah. that. So yeah. I fly. Let's flip this shit. This I like fun. it. Home run. It's um, all sarcasm. Let's wow. Go. Let's go. Okay. Figured out how to be fair. Got our homework circle on that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm run. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Anthony Tony Francis, who asked Tony. the question. Tony. Tony. Which would you give more credit for the win? The lack of the Patriots offense or the Chargers defense? Saying a little both is not allowed, okay? You have to give one of them all the credit, all right? What about, hey, you want to I'll go there. Why don't we just say special teams? Because they absolutely won that fucking game. There was the field, the field position, what we put them in. He didn't he down one punt at like the one yard one line. Yard that line, was, yeah. And we kicked and three, like four six field goals. Mm-hmm. So what, number 100% that, and then 100% our defense, 100%. Like that's how we won that game. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's the Patriots offense. Like we were both in a struggling situation where when it's a rainy, shitty game, the best defense is usually going to win that game. And we were the best defense. Yeah. It's neat. It, it, they're they're NFL football players. They have, they don't have a great offense, but if you don't come out and play, they're going to score points on you. Like they'll find ways to to make big plays. So yeah, I'm not I'm not going to say that their offense sucked and that's why we won. No, our defense went out there and made them suck. Mm-hmm. Totally. There you go. And they haven't been shut out this year either. So how about them apples? But they have l- lost their last three games, allowing less than ten points to the opposing team. Okay, so. sure. Whatever. It's not a shout out. Okay, yeah, whatever. Cool My fact. Is hey, I like I love your sarcasm. This is great. Let's get this started. Uh actually the Saints shut them out in October. 34 to nothing. So we so, did it. So, whatever, dude. Yeah. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. Okay, I was just being sarcastic. I was just being sarcastic. <laughs> just being sarcastic. I was like, I'm pretty the sure program. they did get shut out. I'm pretty I sure. I heard them say I'm, this was their second shutout. Whatever. Bill Belichick's never won a Super Bowl either. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. He's a sarcasm. bad coach. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. <laughs> and we hope he's our next coach. Sarcasm. 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 Uh, Anthony Tony Francis, thank you for asking I love the just calling out everything with his sarcasm. Well, it's confusing. You got to tell people when you're being sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Let's move on now to Jers Fanatic, who asked question. Hey, yo, QJ isn't having a terrible game and has actually balled us out in a few third downs. Do you think that this is just a fluke or is this progress that we could potentially look forward to in the future? Also, Dick Perfect is playing great. <laughs> <laughs> I love when the nickname continues. Dick Perfect is is playing amazing. Um, and just a select few group of people that will not let it die. <laughs> It's okay. It doesn't have to die. It's okay. They're just being sarcastic. And it's yeah. Jer- is Jer's it's to tell me because I don't ha- I couldn't tell because Jers is in every episode because we're a charge Jers podcast. So when I search the name, I They're feel not. like this might it's no. not. Okay. You sorry. did this last week as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> he was sarcasm. Just being sarcastic. Jer- sarcasm. Don't worry about it. Sarcasm. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Sarcasm. Um yeah, this was tweeted before the drop. Uh I don't know. Let's get a timestamp on this one. Oh, crying out loud. More work. Get to it. God it, bless. Well, based on the Sorry, use of language, it isn't having. That's present tense. So it, it was during the game that he's saying he's not having. He's not. He didn't have a terrible game. Hmm. So it had to be during the game. No, but the post didn't come out till after the game. Unless this was on the website. It's on the website. I'm yeah, this is that. probably yeah, this right is right game. before his yeah. drop. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would still say that it's a better game for sure. He had he strung together some some big plays there. Um, if you want to get real, real sarcastic, you could say that it's the rain. <laughs> it's yeah. rain's fault. Or it's on Justin for not throwing it into his body. Mm. Yeah, dude, seriously. That's Justin, come on. Yeah. Pull it together, man. Sarcasm. Justin. That's definitely sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely sarcasm. Yeah. But I'm sure Justin, honestly, Justin, of any of the quarterbacks could probably make that adjustment to help him figure it out a little bit more. Just like, just shoot, throw it in his. Tummy. I don't know. He tossed one straight at Keenan last week and it just blinked right off his chest. <laughs> that was the sun, though. Oh, yeah, that was sarcasm. Sun. Yeah, sarcasm. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Jers Fanatic, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Derwin's Dirty Duck, who asked the question. Oh boy, Herbert is definitely in a lean patch right now, but I think we are not really considering all the factors contributing to his performance. We are again short in key positions, our receiving core is short staffed, and we are leaning on players who either don't have the experience or simply aren't elite players. And I think both ourselves and the media are really underestimating the loss of Mike Williams. Mike just made those 50 50 catches all the time. He's an absolute elite wide receiver with freakishly gifted awareness and athleticism. We need to stop comparing Q to Mike and let him develop. Let's put the pitchforks away and get behind this guy. He might turn into the player we drafted. I'm with you, Quentin. Breathe, and it'll come. Anyway, my question. Who the hell is Alex Erickson? Uh, he got a game ball. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he sealed the game like that. They could have away. They, that, the ball. They could have. All he had to do was score one, one pass. Touchdown. Game ball. Honestly, it sealed the. <laughs> it's how, fin- no. It's finishing. Yeah. How the Chargers often don't is, finish? Do we drop that ball? Exactly. You get sacked or something. Funny. <laughs> totally. Because like we didn't have to throw that ball. No. It was no. third down. They had no timeouts. You could have just run that ball, run the clock down really far. Tried to punt. Like this was, we're going to finish right now and you're going to be done. And (laughs) 
the only guy for him to throw to is Alex Erickson. But he stepped up and like made a clutch play in a clutch moment, which we haven't had a lot of this year. Dude, wow. I thought he was an undrafted player. He's been in the league for no, a while. No, he was I think he was our Cincinnati guy. He, he was from Cincinnati. He, Cincinnati, Texans, yeah. we Panthers, talked about him a, Commanders, a while Jets. Ago. Yeah. yeah. He's no, been he's, everywhere. He's yeah. seasoned. Um, seasoned. Um, but I think the biggest thing we have right now, dude, is like if you can f- find the guys that can catch because they're not like you said, they're not all elite athletes. <laughs> I don't care if they can run. I, I got one question for you. They can jump. Can you catch? I know it's as simple <laughs> as that. It's as simple as that, and it sounds stupid. But find. No, this guys- isn't sarcastic. It's only one question. Can you catch? <laughs> this is the real deal. Okay, <laughs> if you can catch the ball. You can play You're receiver. out there because yeah. Justin will if find you can a catch way. A wrench, you can catch a ball. He literally throws balls that are absolutely insane on players that aren't open. And if you can catch the ball, he, he's going to have 300 yard games. He had 200 and something with like five drops. So stop dropping the ball, get players out there that can catch the ball. And that's a completely different game. That's okay, what that so this year is. when we scout the draft, we're just looking for guys that can catch hands, baby. It's hands, it. elite hands, hands, elite hands. Ninety nine on. I that. need big hands, big elite <laughs> hands. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what they, they say about big like hands? Do they? Sarcasm. Sarcasm. <laughs> Whoa, where are you going? All right. Well, right. Derwin's dirty duck. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to JV, who asked the question. Good to get a W at a time like this. My only concern, why do the commentators always give us backhanded compliments? It's always the defense gets the stop out of all the times they couldn't get it. They did now. Can't we just get a good job, Chargers? Our own fan base doesn't even say that. Why would the commentators? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's just the it's the story, man. It's what it is. It's yeah, like yeah. when you know all these people are talking shit about him. They're friends with Rex Ryan, who thinks you know coach should be a JV high school football coach somewhere. Right. You know, like it just seeps into their shit. Those guys talk for three and a half hours, and not all that stuff's original content. They're just being fed the bullshit that is whatever the storyline is that week and mm-hmm. whatever. But how Fine. many people were at home saying that same exact thing? Well, like, oh my people, God, we finally got to stop. Like, well, it's the same thing. Here's the thing. You get a lot of people that listen to this, listen to the broadcast, and that's what they repeat when the game's over. Mm-hmm. So you're not always getting authentic thoughts on how the game went. It's they're repeating this. Like, I've seen this sentiment the whole time, like what the, how they were kind of ragging on us the whole time. That's exactly what people were saying when the game was over. So that's why I like to watch it muted, or I like to watch it with the... Uh, um, the f- official, you know, podcast Matt with, with Matt Jeremiah. money. Yeah. Like that's, it at least gives you some perspective and it's not all just shitting on the chargers all the time. Cause it's, it's easy. It's that easy thing to do. And it right. has been for a long time. So it's just, is what it is. There's just not a lot of respect around. No. And we haven't earned it. Side of the ball. No, yeah, we, exactly. We have, that's why what I mean. Why would they? Wouldn't they? We haven't earned it. So yeah. go earn it. And then until then, let them keep talking shit and we can eke out wins and see if we can do something. Yeah. So, great question, JV. Thank you for asking it. Let's move it on now to Boltenberg, who asked the question. What the bolt? I don't know what I am more shocked about. The fact that the Chargers actually pulled off a win. The fact that the team got a win in a game I tried not falling asleep to. The fact that they shut out Bill and Foxborough. Or the fact that no matter how many times I looked throughout the day, there was no Charger chat instant reaction. 
Definitely no instant reaction takes the cake. Now on to more serious things. 10 and 7, here we come, baby. These wide receivers are going to drop those passes all the way into the big show. These RBs are going to run into the walls of the hopes and dreams of the opponents as they lose their spot in the playoffs. QJ is going to do just enough to convince us fans that he has turned a corner just to play patty cake with an important pass straight to the judges of your favorite cooking show at the end of the games. But wait, don't forget about our secret weapon. Now presenting some kid who nobody has ever heard of from Wisconsin named Erickson with a miraculous downfield catch to seal the game. And then we shove him back into the box at the back of the bus so he doesn't have to worry about being on the same page as Herbert for any important moments in the game. But hey, if that isn't all enough to give you the confidence that this team is ready to contend for the Lombardi, then let me present to you one of the uh, top special team squads in the league. Not only will they make sure that the other team doesn't start with the ball outside of their own 10, but they will do just enough on punt returns to allow your offense to get into position for a field goal. This team is going places, especially with a defensive scheme that is so unpredictable. How could it fail? I present to you the Los Angeles Chargers, the team that surely won't let you down. Here's my question. What the bolt is going on with this team? One week, it's Staley's fault. The next week, it's the player's fault. Then it's the injury's fault. Then it's the fault of Susan from accounting that just wanted to see everyone have a good time. I mean, come on. There is so much potential for greatness, and even in the games we are supposed to blow a team out of the water, we can't even dip our toes without screaming like little girls because it's cold. I love my team and always will, no matter what. I believe we will make the playoffs until they say we can't. Then I will find some Raider fan and kick him in the shin and run screaming FTR. <laughs> love you guys till the wheels fall off. K love you. Bye. Till the wheels fall off, baby. Well, there was a lot of sarcasm in that one. Yeah, I hope you picked sarcasm. up on that. Oh, there's all kinds. <laughs> all kinds. All kinds of sarcasm. Different shades of sarcasm. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. It's a weird season. It's a weird season all around the league right now. <laughs> Maybe you're looking for excuses from everywhere because it's like no one knows what's going on it doesn't make know. any sense hmm. who am i it just doesn't make any sense like who am I? defense can't stop anyone <laughs> offense can't score turnovers injury like it just none of it makes any sense you can't pinpoint one specific thing yeah to say this is why we're losing and that's why it's really frustrating. frustrating as a fan yeah <laughs> but i like the uh i like the sentiment I believe they'll make it to the playoffs. So they say we can't. Yeah. Uh, what else? That is a good fan mentality. Yes. Like I don't care about the draft. I don't care about the draft. I care about this season. You only yeah. get so many seasons and I want to do something with it. I know right. it, it's a long shot, but I still want something to happen with this. Yeah. Long shots are more fun. Absolutely. It's more exciting. exciting. Rocky. Come on now. Let's go. <laughs> Paulo versus Rocky. Yes. Well, Loved it, Boltenberg. Thank you for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Hangry Seth, who asked the question. Well, that was interesting, but nonetheless, a win. Now, here's my question. Is it just me, or does Eckler look slow, or just not motivated? And why do they continue not to try and use Spiller? They benched Vato. Why not bench Eckler? Just a thought. Can't love you. Bye. 
You okay? <laughs> There's a seizure going on over there. Brain spasm. <laughs> yeah, I I feel the same way. I don't know. I it, it's just it's definitely not working. If it's the offensive line fault, let's find out if it is 100% by letting somebody else do it. Uh it is not work. It is so not working right now. Yeah. yeah um I don't, I, I don't know if Eckler might still be a little banged up if his ankle's still hurting him. He doesn't bit. look as quick really. Yeah, it, it, right. But I think the fact that they haven't switched means either A, Isaiah Spillers is not good at all. Yeah. Um, or B, it really is the offensive line. Like it's not the running back that's causing the issues. It's there's nowhere to go. Right. Um, so if if you know as a coaching staff this is not a running back issue, you're not gonna change out the running back. Um, as a fan, we don't they don't tell us that. So it would be more fun to see different guys in there, like, hey, we're trying something like we did with the DBs that worked. So um, the Isaiah Spiller thing seems to be a gigantor bust. I mean, this is two years now. He doesn't even make the active, like the, the game day not roster. Not at all. No. So um, throw him in there and give him a chance. Yeah, I feel like they asked Coach about Spiller at he one of the... just said he's not practicing well. Not, yeah, yeah like, just not practicing up. well. So they're, they're obviously going it. with who they think is maybe the right Maybe he's a guys. gamer. <laughs> like there are, that's a real thing. These yes. guys that are just gamers, you give them the ball and they can perform. Right. Allen Iverson, one of the most infamous like interviews of all time is practice talking about practice like there's guys I'm, I'm sorry but there's you're not an old school coach staley you're not you're not a tough guy you're not an alpha male you're not a if you don't do this it's my way or the highway like that's just not who you are you're about relationships yeah. and right. kumbayas give the guy a shot like i don't know why you've pigeonholed this to be your i'm going to be an alpha when it comes to isaiah spiller but maybe he has a, had a tough practice here and there you spent a very you spent a lot on this guy. Like you give good draft capital for him. He has not even sniffed the field yet. What we've seen in the preseason is he's a big, strong back that can move people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It, we carry three backs all the way. Now all of a sudden we only carry two and only one guy touched the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting idea. Wouldn't hate to see it, but I wouldn't uh, bench Eckler, but get him in the mix a little bit. Yeah. Maybe yeah. get it spread Couple. out instead of 16 and 14, just give them all 10 touches. Yeah. My guess is it's probably like pass blocking and liability for Justin. It, that's one of my guesses, probably what's happening. He's been one of the most pressured and sacked quarterbacks in the league. So I don't, yeah. we're not doing a great job as it is. Yeah. So it could be worse, is what I think. Kevin <laughs> yes. <laughs> it could be that bad. But uh, Hangry Seth, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Jason Sprinkle Sr. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question? The run game is broken and the passing game is full of drops. Lack of discipline? Or is it time to move on from the running back room entirely and look at new receivers and new backs for next year? Except Keenan. He comes back because Mike Dub is gone. Guyton playing scared. It's easy to say all those things after a game where we didn't score a touchdown. So it's the drops aren't going to continue. No, like I just I really don't believe that that's the case. I don't think that Quentin is a is a bust. I don't think that he's done and his career is over. Um, I I Keenan Allen is not going to continue to drop balls like he has the last couple of weeks. It's going to get fixed. The drop stuff. Right. The running game is the one that I'm like. It's been a couple of years now. This this personnel just can't run the football right um especially in a we know you're going to run the football there's definitely no way you can run the football type of situation so Mm -hmm. 
that's that's the scary part, especially when you brought in an OC that was supposed to be the he's gonna fix this and it's all gonna be better. And then week one, we're incredible. Like we could run at will. And then it, I this whole season just makes no sense. Yeah. It is not following any type of like normal trajectory. Anything you can like track or like no. project at all. You have no idea what's coming. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, it, there's no real chance that Eckler is going to be coming back next year. I think no. that ship has already sailed. So done. you're already looking at trying to find who the next top running back is going to be for this team, the new first stringer. And I don't know if Joshua Kelly is going to be the answer. So it'll be interesting to see if it ends up being a trade situation or a draft situation for running back. But uh, wide receiver wise, definitely want to hang on to Keenan. I would love to hang on to Mike Dub too if they can find a way to rework their contracts and make it make it work for having both of those guys back. That would be a lot of fun to see. But uh, Jason Sprinkle Sr., thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Guidebook Beats, who asked the question. Hey guys, does Khalil Mack get to 20 sacks this year? I'm going 23, baby. I'm, Whoa. I'm we're setting the, we're setting the record. Eight Whoa. sacks in the next five games. Let's go. Whoa. Sign me up. But yeah, it's so easy. expensive for us to extend. <laughs> I know. He's well, we have Khalil so Mack for one more, one more year. One more okay. Year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think he's getting to 20 for sure. I mean, what's gonna slow him down? Yeah. yeah. He, he's definitely do it. Give me one good reason. He just needs one good Raider game. He'll have 21. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Another six six sack. Another six sack against the Raider game. Come on. Let's go. I want to live in that world. The year where he just gets 12 sacks against one team. Hopefully, they don't put like an asterisk next to it. Like the Raiders suck. Yeah, yes. He got to play the Raiders twice. Oh, well, that would make sense. Oh, okay, okay. Caveat. It's just like what they always say about Chargers like, oh, nice defensive stop, but they play the Raiders twice. Well, doesn't matter. Guidebook Beats, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Scotty B63, who asked the question. I'll take an ugly win over a pretty loss every time. Should we be trading Joey Bosa and extending Khalil Mack? Khalil and Tulia have been an absolute beast. Do we still need Joey given his frequent injuries? Caleb, you bye. Bolt up. It's hard to say because honestly, we don't watch Joey Bosa play football. So at this point, it wouldn't be that hard He's to good trade at him. Raisin Bran, though. Yeah, I, I honestly like what. There's no consistency. Like, like Khalil Mack has played 30 straight games. Yeah, He's, what He's been would on our you team. say you do here? It's hard, dude. You pay him so much freaking money, and I he's know. never healthy. He's consistently here. It's not or like he's banged up just enough to not be 100%. Or he's right. throwing his helmet in a playoff game and causing personal Or he's being a liability like that. Us. Like yeah. I don't know, man. Like I, I love Joey a Bosa. Good, it's not been a good last two years for Joey Bosa, that's for sure. No, and do you see it? I, I, looking at trajectories, do you see that getting any better? Or is his body just going to keep getting beat up and he'll play six games a year and you pay him that much freaking money? Like... Yeah, I think what you have with Thule and with Khalil, like it's freaking awesome, and they're reliable. They're playing; they're not out. Like, you know, yeah, availability. I, just, I don't the know best if Joey thing. is a giant trade token right now. Like, he's got a giant, a big, really big contract, and right. He everything that we're saying is true. Like, he has been hurt a lot lately, um, and that so that his numbers are not good because he never plays. Right. So you got to find somebody that wants to bite. 
And <laughs> yeah, I don't know anybody who, that's wanting to bite with that much money attached to it. If somebody's willing to give up something like a, a draft pick, then yeah, I would for sure say because I don't know. It just feels like I don't know. It almost he's feels so like, good at football when he's on the field. It's just, yeah, it's hard and with with our cap next year. Like freeing up that money is a big yeah. deal, and it's yeah. not just a draft pick. Like if you can free, if somebody's willing to take on that contract, right? Like that'll free up a lot, give you a lot of options because he's one of the top three most expensive yeah. contracts on our team, yeah. and he's not on the field, and right. it's it's hard, man. I love Joey Bosa. He's like one of the last San Diego Chargers, so to even yeah. say this out loud is like breaking my heart. Yeah, but he's just never he's never on the field. Yeah, and that's a bummer. So. Yeah. We'll see what they end up going with uh, next year, Scotty. But thank you for asking the question. Uh, Moving on now to DJ Jones and shout out to House of Hain. Going with DJ Jones on this one. Who asked the question? Howdy, y'all. Six and oh, a win is a win. Be it uglier than a ugly Christmas sweater in July. Yet a win in itself. We'll take it. Going into the donkeys game next week. How should we go about getting a win? And for the love of Pete, QJ, please start catching with your hands. Can't love you, bye. All right, what's the game plan? What are we doing? Broncos. I haven't watched any Broncos games, so I don't even know. What are they good at? What are they bad at? Well, their offense is heating up a little bit right now, and, you know, Mr. Les Ride is being he's had a great quarterback play so far the last few weeks. They Who did just they lost, just lose to? They just they lost, lost to the, the Texans. 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 And yeah. Russ did throw three picks in this last game. So he had a little bit of a coming to that's coming enticing. back down to earth moment. That's so that's enticing. maybe that's a good opportunity for this offense to keep doing what you're doing. And hopefully we get some great secondary play and we can get a little bit more of that. And then just get the offense rolling, like just come out fast in the first quarter and get, get a, get a touchdown in the first quarter. Like, let's just not waste time. Let's get rid of what just happened um, in Foxborough and just get on the board. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking through the Broncos schedule. Um, It's all one score under three point games. So um, there's the opposite of what we're doing. But yeah, they're winning those games. They beat the Vikings 21, 20. They beat the bills 24, 22. They beat the Packers 19-17. So it's like they're all just these... They lost to the Jets by 10, and they lost... Don't forget, they lost to the Dolphins by 50 earlier this year. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, I just think that if we come out and play a complete game, we could beat anyone in the NFL. So if we just focus on ourselves and cleaning up all the stupid mistakes, and I really can't say, like, do this and you're going to be good because I don't know what team's going to show up. I don't know what the the big glaring fault is going to be. Is it going to be turnovers? Is it going to be drops? Is it going to be uh, personal fouls? It mm-hmm. feels like a never-ending list. Um, but just come play a clean a clean football game, and you need those clutch moments, those clutch big plays at the end of the game because it's going to be a one-score game. Yeah, I was just looking up because uh, I was curious. We, we really haven't seen a lot of the mentioning of Russell Wilson throwing three interceptions was like, we haven't really had a lot of interceptions this year. And I just looked it up. We've had six this year. Justin. Last year, we had 13 for the season. So he protects the ball, man. It's just we have we're lucky in that sense. Like we're not he's not just throwing random picks. You know what I mean? No, I mean, on the defensive side, we haven't received. We haven't gotten. Oh, oh I thought you were talking about. Justin. That's what I mean. No, for the for the defensive side, like we've only had we've only 
turned or Forced. gotten six interceptions. Yeah. Oh, okay. this year, as opposed to last year, we got 13. That's a horse of a different color. Yes. No, that's why I was trying to think like, oh, okay. If Russell Wilson's throwing out interceptions, maybe, maybe our boys can get some interceptions going on yeah. this game. Well, they come in bunches clearly with us. Like we had like those two games where it was turnover city. So hopefully right. they can get a train going and start that up again. There you yep. go. All right. Well, DJ Jones and House of Pain, thank you guys for asking the questions. Moving on now to the K-Man who asked the question. Many fans wearing rose-colored glasses feel the Chargers will win out the final five games. I say that's a point dream. What do the three of you feel the last five games hold for the Bolts? Thanks for answering my loaded question, and I love you all. Boy, I think that the last five games are, it's all just an opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah, is it a pipe dream to go 5-0? and What would point to us thinking that we're going to go 5-0? and Nothing that we've done this year has been no. consistent enough to win five games in a row. It is a pipe dream, but I'm I'm ready to hop on that that train. Like I, I'm, I'm ready to go I'm, down that pipe. <laughs> ready to hit that Just pipe. Hit that pipe, dude! <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just like that's... It's an opportunity. Like you're going to see if these guys really do like Coach Daly, and they're going to play for him all the way to the end. Um, you're going to see what this team, like what their makeup really is. Um, it, it has appeared that they're a team that kind of blows it here when you have the opportunity late in the game and it's a one score game. And they haven't, I mean, it's always just an opportunity to rewrite what people talk, what people say about you and what mm -hmm. the view is of your team. So. Um, yeah, I, I'm just excited for another opportunity every Sunday for us to go out there. And what if, what if we put all three phases together in one game, you know, like it would be such a beautiful, that's, that's really all I want is one of those. Beautiful. Just give me one Running, game where the defense plays lights defense, out. The offense teams. is incredible. And the special teams is just like, I just want one game this year to just see go what on a hot streak, been, man. You know? Yeah. Just be that team that comes out of nowhere, like, whoa, where's this team been all year? Hey, yo. Oh, wait. Well, and dude, <laughs> their backs are against the wall, man. Like, exactly. there's no, yeah. there's no other way. Nope. So, see what kind of team you have when their backs are completely against the wall and there's no room for error. And these next right? two weeks are in the hunt playoff teams as well. We yeah. Got the Broncos and the Raiders and divisional teams, hated teams. Like, yeah. There's a character, character opportunity here these next two weeks. Big, big games. Really looking forward to it, uh, K-Man. I think, you know, it's not so much what we feel. It's about it, it, just that thought of, like, it, until we're out of the playoffs, I believe these guys can make it. They can absolutely put it together. We've seen them do it before. There's no reason why they shouldn't. It's just a matter of going out there and actually making it happen. You know, this last game was also a game where, like, the worst fear, I think, in every Charger fan's mind that had any experience with the Chargers was, like, Oh my God, we only have six. All they need to do is get a touchdown and yeah. it's done and we're screwed and we're out of it. And that would have been the most charger thing to happen for that game, but it didn't. So that's the shift. That's, that's the shift. That's why I like the game ball to Erickson. That's yeah. why I like that. It's like reward closing shit out. Yeah. You start closing it out and you get a game ball. Put it away. Yeah. Hold it up. Get that shit close away. Yeah. K-Man, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to, hey, Athir Kadir. Athir. What? He's back. He's back. He said he wasn't coming back. <laughs> What's up, baby? Who asked the question? 
Well dug, my baby! Kevin and Kyle, the coach! I want to start with this, baby! I totally understand the Chargers fans' frustration with the ownership and want them to sell the team, baby! Let me start with this, please! Fans, use some common sense, baby! First, NFL and NFL owners do not like to sell a franchise, baby! Second, you need 65% of the vote from owners to be approved, baby! Last, you have to have a legitimate reason as to why, baby! If Dean and John Spanos go to the NFL and the owners want to sell the franchise and tell them our fans do not want us, they will tell them to get the F out! Kick rocks! We are not doing this, baby! The Washington situation was different. Ask Kevin and Kyle, the coach, if you do not believe a thing, baby. The NFL was forced to protect their brand. Investigation lawsuits, people getting fired, baby. Not the same. Please, Charger fans, support the ownership and hope for better change in the offseason. Love you, bye, FTR. Waldog Kevin and Kyle, the coach, is a theory wrong with what he says, baby. <laughs> I love how you're going into the third person the theory. That's what he wrote, so baby. Much. I love it so much. <laughs> no, you're on. These are I never thought of it in this complexity, but yeah, you're you're right in a lot of ways. If you're hoping for a Spanos change, but I just right, you know, I don't think that's happening. No. I don't think one owner is going to be like, oh no, we can't lose the Spanos as owners. <laughs> What will happen to the NFL? They throw such great parties. Can you imagine the billionaire that's going to take over for whoever buys this team? Right. You know, like the Spanos are a dad's great investment as the only reason that they have ownership in the NFL. Right. They have no business with money-wise being owners in the NFL. I don't think that there would be any trouble if they wanted to sell the team. They could go in and be like, hey, look, look at all of our money that we have, like, personally like our businesses and this is what the nfl like the value of my team yeah we're gonna sell this and they're gonna be like yeah you're right that's probably what's best <laughs> they're not like they, yeah they're gonna have to approve whoever the new who you're selling it to right you can't just go oh i'm selling it to joe schmo and they found all this money on the side of the road no they, they're gonna <laughs> approve right who, the, who the team gets sold to but i don't think it would be hard is it gonna happen no so i think the same thing stays true that a said is we have no we have no like say in who the owner is. We have no, no chance of changing it. So you, you you can take that that mindset of let's just support the ownership. Um I think it's easier to blame the owners and support the coaches and the players that are actually out there doing it. It makes it easier for me as a fan to just right. be like, ah, oh, it's just the owners. That's never gonna change. Just blame them. You know what? We'll win in spite of them. There you go. Um, that's how I choose to see it. But obviously, you can do it however, however you feel is best for you. Yes. There you go. A theory well, could be. Oh, theory. Yes. I'm glad you're still here, baby. Yeah. Welcome hey, baby. Baby. Don't leave us, baby. <laughs> yeah. Baby, Stick come around. back. <laughs> he came back. He came back. A theory. Thank you, buddy, for asking the question. Let's move it on out to Daryl21, who asked the question. Well, guys, oh, today was one ugly-ass win, let me tell you. But a win is a win. On that note, I have a bold prediction. Hoo-ha. Since we won today, six to nothing, this is how we finish the last six games. Six to nothing. Come on now. My question this week is twofold. Hoo-ha. One, if there's one player we need to bring back, who is it? My vote, the Mack truck. Come on. Hoo-ha. Number two, are you guys 
feeling the same way a lot of us are. That Q will get it together. Perhaps next season with a full off season of proper coaching, training, film study, and better offensive play calling. I'm reminded of Jerry Rice back in the 80s. Oh, dude dropped everything, including the kitchen sink. Hoo-ha. In his first season, he turned out pretty good. Not comparing, just saying. Can't wait for Tuesday's episode. I guarantee your episode will be far more entertaining than this game was. Now, let's get back. Let's get next Sunday against the Donkeys in our Royal Blues and continue the win streak. Can't love you, bye. Hoo-ha. All right. I love your energy, dude. Love it. Loving it. All right. So, yeah, 6-0. and Come on. How foreshadowing would that be? That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So, any player we need to bring back, he's voting for Khalil Mack. What say you, boy? Yeah, he's not slowing down. The two old guys on the team are not slowing down whatsoever. But both of those guys are still under contract next year. Yeah. Yes. So it wouldn't be it'd be like an extending them, and I'm a, I would definitely because that saves you money that that could save you money as well because you move yeah restructure out, so. extend all that good stuff for sure yeah, yeah when Mac is about he's has the he's leading the the league in sacks at thirty one or thirty two whatever he is right now just yeah. he's not it's not slowing down clearly and he's sturdy and reliable and he's playing in every single game right so do it that's that's an easy investment in my opinion yeah I mean looking at guys that are actually due to leave us next year i think really the only two names that jump out to me are alohi gilman and uh cameron dicker and dicker is kind of a on like foregone conclusion that's just gonna happen. that's our that's our he kicker for a long yeah, yeah. time yeah yeah he's absolutely earned it yeah. yeah but everyone else there's like a big list you want to read off some of those names i th- there's a lot it's like of, half the team it really is a lot but I mean, if you if you read through the names like just think of a guy that like i have to have him so do you want to run it so we've got michael davis austin eckler austin johnson kenneth murray gerald everett josh kelly jalen hawkins alohi gilman ogbong bamiga easton stick raheem lane foster sorrell jalen guyton nick williams <laughs> will clap justin hollins dean marlowe tanner muse sang bassey Blake Lynch and Cameron Dicker. How are we thirty-seven million dollars over the cap? Because we, we have like ten players with all the money. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, because like we it went just all think, in on some of these big name players. I don't, and, that's just not the play. I don't want f- like seven A pluses and then the rest are C's. Yeah, just give me like two A's and then a B team, and I think you could win a lot of football games. Right. Yeah, because that's not, why you, when one guy gets hurt, you're so screwed. Because yeah. you listen to that list, it is not like screaming out. Like maybe last year, you're like, oh, we got to bring Austin back if we can. Like, but this year, it's totally different. Different offensive coordinator. He just looks like a different freaking player. Right. So it's. It's interesting. Those are the guys that are really coming up for contracts that aren't under it. And I'd like a lot. I would. I really want Alohi. back. I, I want a Lowy and Dicker year, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are the guys I am like confident. I want back. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about money being tied up. Joey Bosa had that five year, hundred thirty five million dollar contract, and Mike Williams three year, sixty million dollar contract. Those are. I'm keeping Mike Williams. If I if you had me, if pick you can work Bosa, it out, yeah. Bosa or Williams, I'm pay, I'm staying with Williams, hundred yeah. percent staying with Williams. So it'll be interesting to see. It'll what, be a busy off season. It's, it's going to be, be a wild off season. Yeah. Off season for sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, yeah, Daryl, thank you, buddy, for asking the question. Uh, and next we've got BC Bolt fan who asked the question. 
Charger Chat. Well, that last win may have been as ugly as my ex-girlfriend in the morning, a win <laughs> is still a win. Do any of you also spend hours on the ESPN playoff machine seeing ways the Chargers can make the playoffs? Oh boy, it's the best way for me to kill time at work. I still believe in this team. Oh. I did play with it a little bit. It's way more fun than like back in the day when you used to use like the newspaper and like there was like that was, newspaper. That, yeah, like you'd go. I remember my dad vividly. We went to OG's one year and we had he had the newspaper out with like the breakdown of each division. And we were like trying to figure out who was playing who and what we needed to happen. And he had like a pencil and he was writing on the paper. Oh, geez. It's a lot better with this little projector <laughs> thing for sure. But, you know, that was when I was young, a lot younger. But um, it is those <laughs> things are pretty freaking cool. If you have some spare time, go hit that up for sure. Give you a better idea of who you need to win and lose every week. It's, yeah. it's kind yeah. of fun. Yeah, the yeah. rooting against teams has definitely commenced. It's a big deal. What yeah. did we find out what happened with Cincinnati? Yeah, since he won. Ah, oh, shit. Right, yeah, well, be curious what change. our our playoff percentage is now because I know last week it was twelve. That affects it. You could plug it in right now. Hmm. Somebody plug it in. Put it in the comments down below. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, so yeah, BC Bolt fan, thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt fan with Big Red Bolts fan, who asked the question. Who beest behind this team's state of Malinga? He who's known in the Game of Thrones as Little Finger, or the one whose reputation calls them the Boredom Bringer? Wait, does Drew Tranquil have a stinger? Nay, 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 you caca slinger. As I've stated in a voice not unlike or unlike Klinger, this win that counts yet is still no joy bringer. Seriously, refs, that hit his finger. Is still a W, says they, ye of undisclosed body mass singer. I know, I know, this week a question of which I am a bringer. Can we beat the donkeys? Yes, and to ye old raiders and their fans, a big middle finger. K love you bye. And does anyone still watch Jerry Springer? He is big red bolts fan. Is just coming with the found strips. his groove, That's dude. A talent found yeah. his niche. You keep these up if you can. If you can, <laughs> I, yeah. I try to be creative with commercials every week for three hundred weeks now. <laughs> And I'm running on empty, buddy. So <laughs> if you can keep this train going, do it. Cause that's, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. That was the other thing we didn't talk about that stupid. Yeah. The tip ball pass interference, a tip ball that and everybody was like, oh yeah, it's there. It's clear they brought on, they brought on the expert. Dude. Yeah, it, was like, good good it was a good call. Good call. Good call. Yeah. And they're like, wait, no, they, no, wait, the call was bad. Like, the penalty he stood. He and he's like, oh. Oh, um, oh, well, that doesn't uh, sound I think right. I hear my phone ringing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just feel like they didn't look at all the angles with that, which is absolutely Clearly. insane. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a bit of a bust, but yeah, that was an really I didn't know that up. you could, cause you can't, you know, challenge a penalty, but you could charge a play that could eliminate a penalty. Right. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was really interesting. I'd never considered that. Before. Well, and this is, this, if you look at Staley, this is the head coaching stuff you want. This is not what we got with Anthony Lynn. Yeah, that we was a great challenge. Not using our timeouts, even though it didn't go our way, it should have gone our way. It should. So yeah. I, yeah. I do that. He does offer like, he is a sophisticated, smart guy in that respect of like the flow of the game and, yeah. and trying to give your team the best chance His to game win. Game management for the most part is, is really, is really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What? What? What was I supposed to say? There was something I saw. Oh, we got to talk about it. It's just ridiculous. Patrick Mahomes is 
Did oh, you guys Jesus. see the hit? I yep. did. Yes. He was a runner, a dude. Joke, dude. I he was trying up. to get more yards. Like, yeah, he was going forwards. He just got lit up. Yeah, but that's that doesn't mean it's a penalty because you get lit up. Yeah, like that was. I was so happy when he got hit. I was so happy. <laughs> I don't want anyone to get hurt, and he didn't get hurt. Yes. He deserved to get a little wake up call of, dude. You can't just steal extra yards in the NFL. Yeah, get out of bounds two yards before that, or you're gonna get hit. Right. And that was not even close to a penalty. I'm still shocked that the guy for the Ravens didn't get fined by the NFL. Yeah. That was like two, three steps out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he he lit Justin up pretty yeah. good. But, Agreed. Yeah, that was just oh man, that was yucky. That the, was yeah, I was Chiefs livid. Just get a lot of those. But the <clears throat> I will say that there there were a couple plays at the end of that game. If you watch that Packers, oh, they got every call wrong for the it, Chiefs for the Packers. It was, it was like usually the Chiefs win that game because they they call an interference PI, on one yeah. of those because that's what the Chiefs do. They'll throw the yeah. deep ball hoping for a pi and they always get it. So yeah. the fact that they didn't let them have it just a freebie, I was actually pretty proud of that. And yeah, happy that, that, that officiating crew was god awful. They missed every call at the end there. Yeah. yeah, but I, that one was really, really, really bad. Just and it wasn't the same crew, I don't think. But no. just like our personal experience of seeing Justin get hit late, right. and then seeing that one, it's like that's not even close. Right, that's the inconsistency with officiating. Yeah. It's been nice to see actually on Twitter some people posting the videos like Up, side by t- side, yeah, yeah it's to show like blatant ridiculous how different they are, and one gets a flag and one doesn't. So, um, but that's not the question. The question is. Nope. Can we beat the donkeys? Duh. Yes. Let's ride. There you go. You have your answer. Yeah, the great- dude, we've been in every game with the best teams. We almost beat the Ravens. We almost did every game we've been in. We've all, we could have won every single freaking game. Yeah. So we, we are consistent in that respect. We are in every single game. Yep. So this will be a game. Hopefully it turns out and finish Eric, you know, Erickson. Closes it out for us again. Get him another game ball. I don't yeah. care how it happens. Just win Big the game. Play just want these royal blues. Royal Come on, baby. I know. Seriously. We should win just because of the royal blues. But uh, yes, a dub is coming in hot and heavy there. Big Red Bolts fan. Thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions and Ask Bolt fan. That's not sarcastic. I truly mean it. <laughs> it's true. Thank you. You guys make the show what it is, uh, but that is going to do it for this episode of Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? Um, want to apologize? We didn't talk about it, the instant reaction. Um, we oh, were oh, we were out of control. I, I just got done with the wedding, and I was driving home, and yeah. my vehicle is loud as shit. It's just, it was like the perfect storm. The timing storm. did not work. It yeah. was the perfect storm of, you know, we could have, Adam could have just hopped on and just gave you his thoughts. Maybe that's the move going I forward. Guess, yeah. Yeah, we'll just do it. It's to me, Waldog, everybody. Wasn't that a good game? All yeah. right, see you tomorrow. <laughs> it's a reaction. <laughs> but we, we apologize. We had so many people reach out like, where's the instant reaction? Where was it? So we are very sorry. Well, we, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get probably it won't happen again. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. Sarcastic. <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you, folks. Uh, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. Are you Fire tired of the incessant negativity man. surrounding we're your life? Man. Are your Get victory Mondays dampened by those around you? Are you looking to ride into Sunday with some peace and positivity? Staley Whaley's earplugs will drown out the downers, silence the screamers, 
and supercharger your Sundays. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.